0: Supportive Families. This is Emma Lou Penrod, and today I want to talk about IDEA, the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act. Since the enactment of Public Law 94 142 in 1975, the federal government has played a prominent role in encouraging the principle of educational equality for children with disabilities, and they have written and mandated requirements that must be met and earmarked funding that is available to states and educational agencies to implement these rules and regulations. They found in 1975 that there were many children who were not allowed a public school education. Some of them for no better reason that than that they were confined to a wheelchair and the school building did not have wheelchair access. In an effort to correct this, Public Law 94-142 was passed. Through the years, it was modified, changed. The current legislation, IDEA, stating the purposes that they wanted to ensure that all children with disabilities have available to them a free, appropriate, public education that emphasizes special education and related services designed to meet their unique needs and prepare them for further education, employment, and independent living. If you hear teachers referring to FAPE, that's that free, appropriate public education. No longer can parents be met at the school door by an administrator telling them that they just can't provide educational services for a child with the disabilities that their child has. This violates federal mandate. Another purpose is to ensure that the rights of children with disabilities and parents of such children are protected. And to assist states, localities, educational service agencies, and federal agencies to provide for the education of all children with disabilities. So there are laws written that states need to follow in order to meet this requirement of providing a free appropriate public education for all children with disabilities regardless of the severity. The purpose of IDEA is to ensure that educators and parents have the necessary tools to improve educational results for children with disabilities by supporting system improvement activities, coordinated research and personnel preparation, coordinated technical assistance, dissemination and support, and technology development and media services and to assess and ensure the effectiveness of the efforts to educate children with disabilities. So the biggest part of your communication with the school district when you feel that they are not meeting the educational needs of your child is to make sure they know that you understand this federal mandate, that you know that the school is required to understand the needs of your child and to implement a program that will allow them to progress. Section 1412 of IDEA lists the requirements that a state must meet to be eligible for grants through IDEA and it states that a state is eligible for assistance if the state meets each of the following conditions. The first is the free appropriate public education, that it's available to all children with disabilities residing in the state between the ages of three and 21. Students under an IEP are eligible for services until they graduate high school, or their 22nd birthday, whichever comes first. In some cases, if you feel a district is urging a high school diploma when your child really isn't ready, your your teenager really isn't ready for adult responsibilities, remember that if they haven't successfully prepared that student for independent adulthood, that that waiving the requirements and giving them a high school diploma may not be in their best interest. It is appropriate under federal mandate for the student to continue to receive services through their 21st year. The second requirement is a full educational opportunity goal and that means the state has to establish a goal of providing full educational opportunity to all children with disabilities and a detailed timetable for accomplishing that goal. Working with the school district with your, on your child's specific needs of your child is testing that goal of how effective it is and can provide valuable input to the state and school officials on how well they're doing. The third one is child find. They need to identify the children in their state that have a disability, and that includes children who are homeless or wards of the state, children with disabilities attending private schools, regardless of the severity of their disabilities, and who are in need of special education and related services need to be identified, located, and evaluated, and a practical method developed and implemented to determine are they receiving their needed special education and related services. If your child has not yet been placed on an IEP and you feel that they should be, then under Child Find, you can make that request. And the fourth requirement is the individualized education program. That's the IEP. So an individualized education program or an individualized family service plan has to meet the requirements under IDEA. Needs to be developed, reviewed, and revised for each child with a disability. an IEP team is formed, and as a parent, you are an important member of that team. They cannot make any changes to your child's placement or to the services offered without your involvement. If they have tried to contact you, they can document that they've made several attempts to contact you unsuccessfully. So when the school contacts you, make sure you participate, get involved, Provide your input. You are the best qualified on what is, will work for your child. You know your child better than anyone else. A fifth requirement is the least restrictive environment, also referred to as the LRE. To the maximum extent appropriate, children with disabilities, including children in public or private institutions or other care facilities, are educated with children who are not disabled and special classes, separate schooling, or other removal of children with disabilities from the regular educational environment occurs only when the nature or severity of the disability of a child is such that education in regular classes with the use of supplementary aids and services cannot be achieved satisfactorily. As much as possible, Your child should not be isolated from their peers. They should be able to participate fully in the classroom. As much, again, this is determined on an individual basis. In some cases, a separate classroom is the appropriate placement. That works out best for their children. I taught for eight and a half years at a private residential treatment center for teenagers at risk. That was the best and most appropriate placement. So again, you are the expert on your child. You know what is best for them and need to provide that input on the setting that will allow them to progress and prepare them for as much as possible an independent adulthood. The sixth requirement is procedural safeguards. So children with disabilities and their parents are afforded the procedural safeguards and that's to ensure that nothing is done without your knowledge, testing, evaluation materials, and procedures utilized for the purposes of evaluation and placement of children with disabilities are selected and administered so as not to be racially or culturally discriminatory. and communication is open between the school and the parents to work together to collaborate effectively as a team to make to provide the optimal educational experience for your child. I, I was a special education teacher for 23 years and my observation is that when there is an effective communication, a, a rapport, a collaboration, between parents and all of the school personnel. You created a climate that allowed students to flourish. You had students reaching goals that were above what had been expected and confident and happy and it was the ideal setting for the student. The seventh requirement is an evaluation. Children with disabilities need to be evaluated appropriately. Most commonly, this would be once every three years to measure any changes. Does the student still need special education services? Does the amount of services need to change? The eighth requirement is confidentiality. The records, the communication need to be kept confidential. Children with disabilities have enough struggles already. They don't need to deal with everyone talking about them and their challenges. And the ninth one is transition. So children who are participating, remember the age is from three to 21. So if they're participating in early intervention programs, they want to experience a smooth and effective transition from one program to the next. This applies to when students move from elementary school to secondary school and even as they move from high school to post high training or employment. All of those transitions, any change. Change is hard for any student, but multiply that when you have a student with special needs. We need to make sure those transitions are as smooth as possible for the benefit of the student. The 10th requirement refers to children in private schools. To the extent consistent with the number and location of children with disabilities in the state, who are enrolled by their parents in private elementary and secondary schools, provision is made for the participation of those students in the program assisted or carried out under this subchapter. These requirements need to be met by the state. This federal mandate was written for the purpose of protecting your child as a student and you as the parents to make sure that they are receiving that free appropriate public education. If you want more information, please go to my website insupportoffamilies.com. I offer a free 30-minute consultation. I can answer questions. If you live in Utah, I would be happy to meet with you to review your child's IEP and school records to determine how I can advocate for you at their IEP meetings. I can coach you on the process or i can attend the meeting with you i'd be happy to help with that i have seen the difference it makes when there is that close connection and my goal is to further that communication between home and school so that every student is able to reach their highest potential this is Emma lou penrod hoping you have a great day